Hi everyone, my name is Renee Huang. I'm your host of the Ignite podcast and founder of Wild Women Tribe, a group that brings transformational experiences to women outdoors. The Ignite podcast is brought to you in partnership with Park City TV, who's our amazing media sponsor. And today we're gonna sit down and talk to some wonderful women about the concept of choosing your story. Uh, the Ignite podcast is actually born of the idea that um, two women from different backgrounds can sit down and talk about things that matter without really much of a preamble. So I hope that you enjoy the diving in and also bring that to your own lives as you move forward. So I wanted to introduce Megan Helgeson, yoga Hi. instructor, blogger, writer, mom extraordinaire, and also <laughs> Carl Olson, who is a Parksy TV hostess herself and also is involved in the singer-songwriter team that just happened here a couple weeks ago. So welcome, ladies. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I love uh, the idea of diving into, we were talking a little bit before about the thoughts that we have and how they can really impact uh, where we are, our reality, the relationships that we have. Um, so I wanted to actually just start right there and see what is your experience with that whole concept of your story and like your voice? Yeah, uh, do you want to? Sure. I'll take that. <laughs> well, I think, um, you know, over the years, you kind of, as you mature, you realize like maybe your story that you think has been happening isn't the case. You know, as mm -hmm. we gain maturity and more perspective, especially I have three daughters, right? So mm -hmm. I was really aware of it when my youngest daughter turned about five and she was just like, well, mom, you say that I shouldn't be scared, but you're scared. Yeah. And it was oh, just, wow. I, I went through breast cancer. And so yeah. watching that from their perspective, um, I really had to challenge myself of what is my story? What do mm -hmm. I really believe? Where do those beliefs come from? And then do I want that as part of my story? I think the older we get, right, as mature women, Choosing your story. we can choose what we want for our story and not maybe take in someone else's story. Or, so I, I really protect my story. I love mm -hmm. my story now. Um, I'm very honest about what I've been through. But um, yeah, it's just been a great thing. I think in my being in my 40s, I, I have a lot of um, time I've spent thinking about my story. <laughs> and whether or not you want it to define exactly. who you are yeah. or get too wrapped up into right. it. Or like I think when I was younger as a teenager, you're so affected by everyone yeah. that it affects your story about yourself, right? Mm -hmm. We still see that today with mm -hmm. girls. And that's just one cycle I want to break. Mm -hmm. It's just there's beauty in everyone. You know, talk to yourself well. I would never talk to my children the way I talk to myself in my head. No. Ever. And so my trick I use is if I'm having a day where I'm like, oh, I'm not good enough, or I can't do that, I honestly say, okay, what would you say to Mackenzie? Yeah. What would you say to Riley? So Gosh, when I get great. that third person perspective, yeah, that's great. all of a sudden I'm like, I would never talk to them that yeah. way. So yeah. yeah, I think stories are so important. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, what about you, Megan? Um, I think back when I was thinking um, of this question, I was like, oh my gosh, all the time that I spent on the story of my um, looks and my physical appearance defining who I was or stalling me out from being happy. Um, you know, when you mention um, teenagers, I mean, I, I distinctly remember, you know, just that I, I'll, I'll get that cute outfit when I yeah. lose weight or no, I'm not going to go to that party because I don't look good or I don't, you know, and how 
emotional that was and the wasted um, time. And, you know, again, I guess even to think about it now, I, I don't want to beat myself up about it. I, I look back on it as a learning experience um, to, you know what, that was a time in my life. Um, that was a story that I was so wrapped up in that it kept me from um, from experiencing and mm. really being who I was meant to be and coming into my own. And I found, honestly, it wasn't until my 30s that I really, I that I really started, you know, kind of, I don't care, I mean, we all care what other people think, let's not be crazy, but <laughs> I, I, I really don't care the way that I used to. I mm. look back at this poor girl who, you know, was bulimic and so, you know, wrapped up again in, in just this, narrative of her own physical body and that now today um, you know 39 and I am more self-confident and more knowing and what would I say to that yeah. young girl right. I've thought about that you know so many times and the things that I would say to her and what we want to say to our children so that they don't lose that time they don't they don't uh, you don't want to keep them from feeling things but you know, that they own a different kind of story, mm -hmm. right? Like yeah. a more positive story. Mm -hmm. um, you know, what you were talking about, just the, those positive thoughts and reiterating positive thoughts. Well, I think, you know, especially young girls as they're growing up into their own identity, yeah. like identity and story are two ideas that I think are so mm -hmm. closely linked. And yeah. so um, to not have a strong sense of identity means that you're I think looking for outward yeah. um, approval yeah. and you know you're trying on different personas and that's part of what it takes to kind of separate from your parents and come right. into your own but um, it's interesting like we're all moms and yeah. you know having daughters is so enlightening and kind of brings to the forefront yeah. that whole idea of um, finding yourself and really taking the time to love yourself and not really care so much. And it's not as easy as it sounds, is it? No. I mean, we all go through it. And I think when we were younger, it was before social media too. So I, I just can't, think- I, I can't, I can't, I can't. <laughs> I just, I just can't. I don't even know I'd be in a black hole. I would be in the corner. Under the covers <laughs> with my thumb in my mouth. I'm uncertain yeah. how, I how- how kids do it. But that's I just like don't know. Reality. That is like, the reality. Like the, yeah. the people that post and then they fix the pictures. And oh they, my God. They're just not, that's not even real. No. So I mean, it was bad enough like the magazines. Our we age does that too, by the way. 100%. Somebody, regardless, we have like, I guarantee. Okay, wait, wait, this is my good side. Guaranteed okay. people are doing that at our age. I'm no, certain. exactly. Yeah. But it's just yeah. a lot of, and then if you, if there's something bad that happens and someone posts it and you're embarrassed, I mean, mm -hmm. you can never recover from that. Yeah. It's just, yeah, there's a lot of pressure nowadays. So. Yeah. I and which I think is harder for kids now, even for us, I'll admit, I think that's it. I have to consistently remind myself um, with, you know, not positive affirmations necessarily, but honestly, you know, I mean, kind of, okay, at the end of the day, this is what matters, you know, whatever, because we, you know, we might not be teenagers, but we're living in yeah. the height of social media or, you know, whatever, and, and um, to not get wrapped up to it, into it, and 30 minutes in of scrolling on my Instagram and everything, mm -hmm. and I'm going, 
oh my God, what if, why, am I, why am I looking at this? Or why am I comparing myself to this person that's going on vacation? I want to go on vacation. And, <laughs> you know, but, I, you know, it just is crazy, the rabbit hole that it starts taking you down and to kind of pull your, be able to pull yourself back yeah. and, and remember, you know, what you're doing and what your story is and, um, you know, not get so overwhelmed by everyone else and what are people going to think about what I put out. Well, and it's because it's created to do that to us, right? I mean, right. it literally is a dopamine hit right. that you yep. get when you get the likes or get the follows right. or get whatever. I mean, right. they create it so that we get addicted. Yes. And so mm -hmm. to have that conscious thought like, oh, wait a minute, yeah. I have to put this down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, I have some people who are actually shutting down Facebook pages, they're yeah. not going on, they're taking it off their phones. Yeah. So I think we are kind of in um, an age of more awareness yeah. where mm -hmm. I do know people who are more and more just saying no to that because yeah. they realize that it's like too overwhelming and too much of a negative story Absolutely. and feeding into um, that dialogue that we don't want to have. Absolutely. Right. Um, Absolutely. I wanted to go back a little bit though to where uh, when you guys both kind of discovered that whole idea that, wait a minute, this is a story. Do you remember when that kind of clicked with you? Because for me, like, I, I don't think I really realized that, like, thoughts are things that you just continue to believe mm -hmm. until quite recently, you know? Like, I think as we sit and want to make friends with people and find commonality, it's really natural to tell our story, yeah. right? And to go backwards and to say, well, this is my upbringing and this is how I was wounded right, and these right, are all right. the things that, you know, and those right. don't necessarily serve us in the present or in the future, right. right? So I'm just kind of discovering like, oh, I have the power to to change to what change I think that. about. But what about you guys? Was it something that was in your early 20s or you said more recently, like in your 30s? Yeah, in my in my 30s. I, I feel like it was uh, an evolution. I feel like when I met my husband, when we met, it was our last semester in college. Mm -hmm. And that was, you know, one thing that started, you know, switching things because it was somebody that was different from anybody that I, I had ever dated. And his, you know, the way that he loved me and the way that he loves me and the way that he talks to me um, was new to me and was, you know, he was so surprised by the way that I, you know, acted or, or thought of myself rather or the words that I used yeah. and would call me out on it every mm. time and I was like oh I guess that oh. is really not very healthy for me to be thinking this way and then you know little things but yoga was a huge a huge piece for me I feel like that was me coming into my own and bringing more of the mental emotional spiritual part of, of myself and connecting that to my body and those things working together mm -hmm. helped to really um, really again bring me into my own and and uh, you know you made a great point just maturity mm -hmm. I mean I I'd love to say that I was super mature I look back and I'm like oh my god <laughs> I don't understand where where's the know, eraser where's, where's the <laughs> eraser oh lord um, and and I think it was maturity so it was all time you know you can't you can't force that I think um, I also grew up in a household that um, there wasn't a lot of talk like this um, you know we we I had a great relationship with my mom and my dad and everybody in a very supportive household but the conversations weren't a lot like this you know like that that people are that people I think are able to have more now 
Um, and um, and so that's something that I want to start doing with my kids. You know, like yeah. you said, with having those conversations with mm -hmm. your daughter is massive. Right. Massive. My mom was very supportive and very loving, um, and it was a diff really difficult time for her um, when I was going through a lot of uh, a lot of things when I was younger. But um, but I think the positive affirmation and the feeling that was mm -hmm. you know that was something I don't know that she even knew how to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I agree. Our, yeah. Our, we just met, and our backgrounds are so similar. So <laughs> same thing with me, my husband. Yeah. So my husband shows up, loves me, takes care of me in different ways than any other man you know had and it took me years even after we were married to be like i'm not i'm not worth having him you know yeah or, oh yeah and it just he, i just couldn't let him love me all i just because i have that story yeah. it was just a story of yeah. he's gonna leave or i'm not gonna do something right or and i look back going God, what, was I thinking? what was i thinking you know and anyway he's just a wonderful man and then um also, for you it was yoga, but for me it was running. Yeah. I'd have to say running really. An um, outlet. It's an outlet. Mm -hmm. And then also meditation. So really mm -hmm. making that mind-body mm -hmm. connection for me was so important. Um, I do a lot of work with Dr. Joe Dispenza, mm -hmm. and it's like your thoughts create your reality. They mm -hmm. really do. You know, how are you going to, like one of my daughters sees the world a certain way every day, and I was like, okay, let's take off those glasses, and what are some other things that you see yeah. around? So I try to change the lens mm -hmm. that she's seeing it without her knowing it, because that'll help her have a more authentic story instead Absolutely. of being stuck like, oh, everyone's mean at school, yeah. or I'm like, well, point out the person that was nice today. Yeah. So I have her searching for that instead of searching for her the negative yeah. part of her story. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I love that. I love that you have um, super grounded people in your lives that have maybe just always known mm -hmm. how yeah. to be that way yeah. and that um, have you've been drawn to them yeah. and they've been able to bring that out in you. I think mm -hmm. that's part of the amazing journey you know that you meet these people who are kind of like game changers yeah. and yep. they really can just like flip the switch yep. yeah. and show you through just like consistency yeah. and love and and owning their own story yeah. Yeah. right and for me too it was um in my house we didn't have um a lot of this kind of talk either mm -hmm. and my parents uh didn't have a great marriage i went through some rough stuff in that house but um anyway um but when I got a hold of Stephen Covey's Seven Habits mm -hmm. of Highly Effective mm -hmm. People, I was like, what is this? Mm -hmm. Like, I didn't know you could think this way, and I've just been on that path. That one book yeah. took me on this journey. Yeah. Yeah, brought me to where when I something, am. When something yes. clicks. Yeah, because, and that's the kind of things that I'm trying to introduce, like, mm -hmm. in my home, like you guys are, is just getting your kids to think that way. You know, just little things. It's going to get their trajectory going in the yeah. right direction early. Yeah. So, yeah. And wasn't it having kids, too, even? Yeah. I mean, what a huge part. So you know, after getting married and after maturing, whatever, all of a sudden, you know, regardless of, of what your story was, you have this whole other entity that you are fully yeah. responsible <laughs> for without a manual and you, you know, it, you kind of have, you have to let go and yeah. of, of a lot of those things in order to be there for, you know, and take care of this this little person that mm -hmm. you need to, you know, that needs to grow and is mm -hmm. all dependent on yep. you and, and everything. It kind of forces the issue. It forces it. For it you, like, is this really how it. I feel? Is this how I'm going to act? Why do I do this? Or what, you know, Do I want to keep this going? Yeah. Do I want to carry this on? Right. You know, and, and even today, um, not to get off track of that, but I almost kind of t take it, it even one step further and think when things happen sometimes, is that the story everyone wants to tell? Like life is so much bigger, 
and yep. there are so many other things going on. Is this really what I want to get wrapped into? Mm -hmm. um, and I think, especially as women, we have this tendency to beat this horse into submission, or <laughs> you have this thing that we just keep reiterating, and yeah. this story that we keep telling because, for whatever reason, um, you know, not to be stereotypical, we do we do thrive on some of that drama. And that story can sometimes be that drama. And so, um, before that, you know, we, we were talking about the negative, some of the negative aspects. Um, yeah. You know, that's another. That, that's one of those things as an adult that we're still dealing with. Um, you know, that to, to not continually perpetuate that story. But it's interesting, you both brought up, um, you know, not having these conversations mm -hmm. around the dinner table growing up. And I certainly didn't as well. Like, I had, you know, parents who were immigrants, and so they were just totally, you know, just like wanting to survive and kind right. of keep our family in, you know, the, the North American dream or whatever. But it's so interesting how we're kind of up leveling, yeah. like, as a society, yeah. you know, yeah, and absolutely. everyone's kind of yeah. like going there, yeah. like, oh, yeah, I've been thinking about that too. You know, yeah. I'll hear that more and more with girlfriends. And so that's why I love conversations like this because mm -hmm. it's like everyone's kind of mulling it over, mm -hmm. you know, and the more we talk about it and the more we kind of bring ourselves there and bring each other there, I yeah. think the higher um, consciousness we mm -hmm. get and then the more impact we're able to have. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, you were mentioning Stephen Covey. Mm -hmm. um, there's a woman named Byron Katie mm -hmm. who talks mm -hmm. about the work yep. and, you know, she's constantly yep. talking about, like, challenge your thoughts. You know, your thoughts yep. are just things that kind yes. of are treadmilling like a hamster through your yes. brain, yes. Yeah. right? And I don't remember what you the number is. No. You are not your thoughts. You are not your thoughts. I remember yeah. reading something about, like, I, you know, we have infinite number of thoughts a day and there's yes. probably, like, only a handful yeah. of them that are different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We just cycle. 80%? It's something like we have 80% of the same thoughts. Something crazy. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever thought of something? And because uh, to that point, we are not our thoughts. Because, good Lord, if I was some <laughs> of the things that I thought about, it's scary. It's the scary things, in there. The things that go through. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> the things that go through your head. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. But it's good to stop yourself and say, yes. wait a minute. What is the thought that I'm having? Yeah. yeah. What am I thinking about? Yes. You know, do I like it? Yes. Does it feel good? And if it doesn't feel good, you know, I talk to my kids about, well, then just choose a different thought. Absolutely. Or go do mm -hmm. something until you're distracted and you're not thinking about it anymore. Yeah. And yeah. then when you circle back to something that feels good, then just do more of that. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. And it's just like learning myself and then teaching that mm -hmm. empowerment of your thoughts don't have you. They're yeah, just things right. that are in your yeah. head. And yeah. you don't have to pay attention to them. No. It's just things that are floating through. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Because when you do, have you ever had those, because this is a Joe Dispenza thing, mm -hmm. you know, have you ever had those thoughts that like physically get you emotional? Yeah. I mean, I've been driving in the car and I don't even know where, how it's even happening. And then my children are dead. Yeah. And my, you know, and I'm like, I'm crying and I'm like, <laughs> Oh my God! I know. Where, what, where did this that? even come from? And yeah. how did I even allow myself to get this upset about it? It's a matter of being able to stop yourself yep. soon enough, you know, before all of that happens, before you start becoming, mm -hmm. you know, those thoughts. Because that's that's difficult to do. And that's a skill too that I'm trying to teach my kids. Is, um, you know, if they're having feelings or thoughts mm -hmm. that they're not with, just that recovery period, that retractory mm -hmm. period, reducing that. So being like, the sooner you can catch those mm -hmm. thoughts and switch your perspective the better. So I'm trying to teach them that skill. So they Let's talk don't. about that maybe. Like yeah. what, do you guys have like a toolkit that you revert to or kind of practices where, you know, you pay attention to your thoughts and 
for me, mm-hmm. oh, I, I'll snap all of a sudden mm-hmm. if I just notice I'm doing mm-hmm. a negative thing, I just do a snap. So we were at a Joe Dispenza week-long workshop and he yeah. said, pick something that you can just be like, oh, or I'll just tap or just, I'll just yeah. interrupt it to with break something, it. just a little physical mm-hmm. kind of thing because it disrupts your thoughts and it also neurologically reconnects you back into mm-hmm. your body. Mm-hmm. And so it can, the, the thoughts create emotions and feelings are the language of the body, right? And so if you change your thoughts, then you're actually gonna change the chemicals mm-hmm. that are going through your body, right? Mm-hmm. So I try to just sort of snap out of it, not to have a pun, but. <laughs> no, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so definitely. snap or tap, but, and then I just replace it with three other, um, Thoughts. thoughts. So I just try to, you know, replace it with more. If I had a bad thought, then I want to have at least three good ones after yeah. that. So, yeah. Nice. I'll I literally like that. say it out loud to myself. Oh, yeah. really? Oh, I'll literally. I mean, I could be, I'm that really scary person in the grocery <laughs> store that if she's not screaming at her children that are three aisles over, she's going, why are you even thinking about this? Let's think of something else. Like right in the middle of the bread aisle or something. And so just, if we see you, so are yes, you good? You're I'm good. good. You're I'm just totally shopping. Fine. I'm totally fine. Normal day. If I'm not going, shoot, and then what else? What, what was the other ingredient? Because, God, I forgot my list again. And uh, no, if I'm not saying that out loud, I'm definitely, like, I, I have to, it's, it's like that snap. It's like I have to physically, I have to hear myself say, stop thinking about that. Mm-hmm. Think of something else, mm-hmm. switch your mind, you know, like this is a waste of your time and it's okay, like just move mm-hmm. on. Um, My sister-in-law, who's a coach with Joe Dispenza, um, she's been working with him for 10 years. She also wow. said to do this. So for some reason, when you do this and you put your hand up and your eyes see that, some kind of the really? connection, that can stop it too. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if you're in a place where you can't yeah. be talking yeah. to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. Like at the OBGYN, <laughs> she's like, "What is happening yeah, up there? What, are you what, are you, what is going on up there?" Nothing. It's okay. Do your it's thing. Just me. Do your thing. I'm fine. I love that though. Those are like very simple, concrete tools that everyone can use and kind of play with, and it just gives you that idea that you know we're not a slave to our thoughts. Yes. Right. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of times, um, growing up or just you know, moving through life, you think, well. I guess this is it, you know? I am in the place that I'm at because of whatever led me here, but I like knowing, no, you can take control of your thoughts and you can have different feelings if you want to. And um, I think that's really empowering and it's a really amazing tool to teach to people as well. Definitely. Um, What about like your uh, family and social networks? Do you find like people are also in that same mindset or do you find yourself sharing those tools with your loved ones? I share, I try and share them with my kids mm-hmm. and my husband, you know, when things are mm-hmm. going on, we try and bounce back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, our kids, we started, we started playing, don't worry, be happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> because you know, that That's morning good. routine yep. when mm-hmm. they're, and it's like, this doesn't have to ruin our day, mm-hmm. you know, or I don't know if your kids ever get, you know, they, they start getting upset when you, you have, um, you know, yelled at them or something, or they did, you know, but it was warranted. And, you know, now they're all in a pouty mood. Mm -hmm. And it's like, hey, listen, that was a consequence. Moving on, Mm -hmm. like, let's, you know, Mm -hmm. it's kind of like you, like, Mm -hmm. let's just press the reset button. It's right here. And we'll like make an imaginary reset button and be like, press that button right there. That's cute. And like, let's let's just start it. Let's close our eyes. Mm -hmm. Let's take a deep breath. Because you, you know, just get in a different frame of mind. And don't carry it with you. And don't carry it with you. And don't carry it with you. Um, it's so much easier said than done. You know, I think we all sometimes can get in the habit of thriving on the negative. Um, again, that's that story, but you know, you, you 
you're in a bad mood, you kind of don't want to not be in a bad right. mood. It's a choice. It's to a get choice out of it. to yep. get out of that bad yep. mood, and you yep. know it's a choice. But and it's like, working for you. It's yeah, a it's, a, it's a payoff. <laughs> I'm going to be grumpy, or you know, and 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 there is there's something just oddly, uh, oddly negatively satisfying about it. Um, but when you there is a part in "Don't Worry, Be Happy" about um, you know a part in the song just that's like when you're frowning you're bringing everyone else down mm -hmm. um, with your frown. And I, I have to think of that. Like when I have the resting face, I'm like, oh, that's everyone. <laughs> that's what I'm going to get. Apparently <laughs> yeah. I'm giving off to everyone now. Like, that's nice. Yeah. Like, great, Megan. Um, so, you know, remembering that too. You're, I'm projecting that energy and I don't mm -hmm. want to do that. So when you talk about actually having this conversation with other women or other people, that's one of the things that I've, that we've talked about before is just, you know, kind of like, God, when I'm in a bad mood, what that makes other people feel like. I, I should just stay in my closet <laughs> in my house when I'm feeling that way because I don't want to give it out to other people, you know? Yeah. So. Well, I find that in my relationships too, like, I can choose mm -hmm. the quality of the relationships that I have, right? Yeah. So if the drama is not where I want to go yeah. or if the negative feedback loop is not where I want to go, I'll literally, like, not engage mm -hmm. in... Mm -hmm. um, a group text mm -hmm. or a social situation mm -hmm. or you know a one-on-one -on -one with a friend who I just I don't want to reinforce that mm -hmm. and validate it right mm -hmm. so I find myself like being a little more selective yeah. mm -hmm. and Absolutely. I it, do feels, it feels good <laughs> to do that you know somebody's gonna start a conversation we'll be like <laughs> mm. But you know, we were talking before about how you you can lead by example, mm -hmm. right? And yeah. by not buying into mm -hmm. it, right. I think is the first step. I think that comes back to we were talking about how as women, in this mindset, the work that we're all doing, we're really leveling up, right? Mm -hmm. And so we're going to bring that to our kids. But for me, I found, as I started leveling up and really working on myself, and I started, you know, getting a TV show and some other wonderful things that have happened, and I just some friends are going to fall away, right? Yeah. Because you used to spend so For much sure. time with, with them and, and it just, I never was comfortable with that. I always wanted to save everything and I was like, okay, so I just have to remember, I would always like match the vibration of my friends. So if my friend was in, not that, if they were sad, if I needed them, but the drama, right? Yeah. So I'd, I'd quiet down, I, I wouldn't go out and do the things in the world that I wanted to do. I kind of gave away all my time. And I've noticed now that when I've decided to, I have this thing on my phone every morning and it says, be the vibration, don't look for the match. And That's so awesome. for me, I feel That's like great. I'm operating at this level, connecting great people in our community through our show, right, the station. Yeah. And, but I just have to remember to be the vibration and I can control what I put out there, but I don't have to, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it was it really hard for me. I mourned one of the, one of my friendships I was really close with just sort of fell away, nothing negative, yeah. you know, still yeah. friends, but it freed up my whole life, yeah. you know? So that was really, hard to do, yeah. you know, even though I'm in my 40s, but yeah. it was very necessary and it was um, great because all these wonderful people have come into my life. Yeah. Just that because I'm leveling, I'm at this different, right? Just that different vibration. I'm a joyful person and I would yeah. squash my joy. People might be like, you're too happy or whatever. And I'm like, I'm just happy. I'm yeah. happy to be alive. Sorry. Yeah. I'm, that's who I'm going to yeah. be. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. That's, that's amazing. Great, that is. That's I a love really that. good that's a really good point. Well, it just underscores like the um, power that we have, the personal power Definitely. we have to really yes. tell our story and Definitely. kind of create the 
the narrative mm -hmm. that we want, mm -hmm. right? And yeah. so have you, have you thought about what your, your personal narrative is, like you're a joyful person? Mm -hmm. Definitely joy, mm. that word is just always around me. Um, I think for me, um, I love to connect people and I love to see them for who they are. Mm. So sometimes that doesn't vibe with people mm -hmm. that aren't in this space that we are, right? So not everyone's gonna like me, that's okay. Like when yeah. I was younger, that would bother me. But for me, I just love it when I'm with other women and I can just listen to their story and I pretend like they have this little sign on them that says, make me feel important or mm -hmm. I need to heal. Just mm -hmm. a little, you can hear it in their language. And so I love just giving women that space to share their story and so I'd say being authentic and connecting people in the world, that's just really important to me. So mm -hmm. I love that. Definitely. And being real. Yeah, um, for just sure. Being, being real. You know, we're, we can't all be happy all the time, yep. but, but to know that that's at your mm -hmm. core mm -hmm. and that's what you can choose, um, I think makes a big difference. Mm -hmm. um, it is, I, I find that that is challenging to not allow myself to you know, come down. Not that other people are, you know, so negative and so yeah. bad and whatever, but you just to, to be at this, you know, when, when you're feeling really good to, to be able to hold that space mm -hmm. and to be able to hold that story. And to give yourself permission. Exactly. You know, like Brene Brown talks about it. Exactly. Like, um, one of the hardest emotions for women is joy. Yeah. Because we're afraid the other shoe's mm -hmm. going to drop, right? Mm -hmm. So you really have to lean into joy. You've got to just do it, right? And the other thing that helps me is, I forget what quote this is, but it's the one where you, it, the critic only matters if they're in the arena. Do you know which mm -hmm. quote that is? Anyway, That's from so, one of her books, I think. Yeah, and it's her favorite quote. Mm -hmm. Anyway, and um, but it just it talks about if people are on the bleachers and they're at you or yeah. judging you, that's okay. Yeah. Don't, that's where they are, mm -hmm. yeah. but don't take it in. What matters is the people like you doing mm -hmm. your blog, mm -hmm. you and I doing our shows, mm -hmm. really trying to make a difference. That's who I, who matters to me. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Do you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. that helps me kind of say, is this my issue or theirs, right? So. Rachel Hollis um, has a uh, has a great quote from her therapist mm -hmm. that says, <laughs> That's um, awesome. yeah, that, that says, um, other people's opinions are none of your business. Yeah. And where I would throw an F-bomb in there somewhere to really drive it home. <laughs> but it, it is, it's none, it's none of your business. And I think, um, you know, in terms of um, me being able to own my story where I am right now, um, that's a huge uh, part for me um, that I have to remind myself. It is none of my business what other people think. Um, I do this for me. Mm -hmm. um, whoever connects with it, connects with it. Yep. And those are the people that I will continue to surround myself with. Not yeah. people that um, validate me. Right. Yeah. Just no. people that connect with me. That Does that make sense? There's a difference. Yeah. 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 Right? You know, so, um, so I, I think even as um, into my own and mature as I, I mm -hmm. feel, I really have to remind myself that so I don't get stuck in that story of caring so much mm -hmm. about what other people think and what their opinions are because that will stall me and that will um, paralyze me from yep. putting myself out there, 100%. you know, from being bold, from being the, the person that I am, not quieting myself. Um, well, I the am world needs The world needs that person to show up, right? right. And so I think also, too, if people have a strong opinion about you, like oftentimes as you start doing well, yeah. you kind of start hearing the little critics, that just kind of reveals their insecurities. So I just, instead of, I can share, I like how you say other people's opinions don't matter, but how I treat everyone, exactly. that's my responsibility, exactly. right? Exactly. And that's what I try to own. Exactly. And then whatever's going on with mm -hmm. them. But also, like, gosh, the older I get, like, I think in high school, if someone was, 
saying something bad about me, I would just shrink down. I'd be, and now I've had this change of heart where, and um, I never attack back. That yeah. wasn't my style. I just wasn't a tit for tat kind of person. But it really shows me their vulnerability, that they're insecure. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so oftentimes if you can just sit down and get through that, then you can really have a great relationship with that person. You know, they're like, gosh, this, it just, it's almost like you can, they needed to talk, right? Sure. So, yeah, so. Yeah, um, I, I agree. I think, you know, approaching things from the standpoint that everyone has a story, mm -hmm. uh, right? If someone's exactly. trying to be drama right. exactly. and they're coming at you with something that's mm -hmm. a story, you know, yeah. having that compassion saying, mm -hmm. whoa, so what's going on? Right. You know, yeah. why is this person acting this way and sending them even more love? Right. Yeah. Can sometimes like disrupt the whole interaction the whole in a positive way yeah. Yeah. and allow them to say, oh, well, yeah, let me look at the story that I'm creating that's right. forcing me to, to mm -hmm. create this. So, yeah, exactly. yeah, I think any way you look at it, you know, the more you get to know yourself mm -hmm. and uh, embrace and accept yourself. Mm -hmm. And yes. I, lo I love that you said that because mm -hmm. it, that really rings true for me that I, I, I am only responsible, we yeah. are only responsible yeah. for, yeah. you know, for our thoughts, mm -hmm. for our words, for our actions, and the way that someone chooses to take that in and respond to that right. is their responsibility, yep. mm -hmm. not mine. Yeah. As long as I'm authentic, as long right. as I'm, my intention yeah. is positive right. and, and you know, has, has good behind it, I am not responsible for the way that someone takes in you know, what I'm giving. Mm -hmm. um, well, and it's just they're seeing it it's through their lens. It. Exactly. Right? So. Exactly. exactly. Here's a new pair of glasses. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Life's actually pretty good. <laughs> That's how I feel about people that I'll are like, I'll just anonymously send people glasses. Yes. <laughs> Should. Happy people glasses. Happy people glasses. Happy people They'll glasses. be rose colored glasses. Nice. In the like shape of heart. There you go. When people get so upset day. about, um, oh God, you know, so and so is, is just really on uh, Instagram and Facebook feed. Yes. You know, oh my gosh, and they're driving me nuts, and I'm going, just scroll through. I'm uncertain. Like, Walk away. Why are you stickering at them? Why are you reading about it's them? So God, true. they're so annoying. And I'm like, just swipe, <laughs> just swipe. Yeah. <laughs> Another hard. girlfriend said that um, in times like that, when people are just too in their head, she, we were talking about our kids, but she said, you know, sometimes you just need to say like, hashtag nobody cares. Yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> right. Yes. And that's kind of like snapping or you <laughs> yes, know clapping and just yes. breaking yes. like that yeah. whole uh -huh. you know right. spin cycle monkey mind yes, or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Like, wait a minute, really? Yeah. It really? That's a thought that no one needs to yeah. have right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. That's funny. That's yeah. Well, this has been super fun. I'm so glad that we were able to yeah. bring levity to this and yes. really like talk about stuff that I think everyone is slowly waking up to, slowly but surely. Um, do you want to share social media handles and ways that people can find you on Instagram or your blog? Yeah. Or because so, it is social media. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's who peed in my pino. Who peed in my pino? Um, so that's Instagram. That's um, it's Megan Helgeson on Facebook. But um, uh, my blog is who peed in my pino dot com. Yeah, awesome. And you can find me at um, Park City TV for our segments called Park City Pulse. And then um, thejoyfulheart.com, that's my business. And then my Instagram is Carla21Olson. Carla with a K. With a K. With a K. Yes. Awesome. awesome. Great. Well, uh, this wraps up another episode of the Ignite podcast uh, that is sponsored by Park City TV. And uh, you can find Wild Women Tribe online at wildwomentribe.net. We have some exciting wanders coming up. Wanders are these group events where we go outside and we enjoy the wilderness no matter what the weather is. And then we take a fitness class and sit down over brunch and dive into a topic similar to this. 
So come find us on Instagram or Facebook and uh, subscribe to our podcast. We're on SoundCloud and YouTube, and there's lots of other juicy topics with amazing women like these two ladies. And we hope to see you next time. Thank you.